With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. What's Shay, up? great to see your face. Did anything happen while I was in, in Maine? Anything at all? Yeah. So for those that missed it, Billy went on a seven-day vacation and every kid with a committable offer decided it was their time. Actually, more specifically, every kid that goes to school within 10 miles of Billy's house decided it was time to shut it down. Yeah. I mean, timing, impeccable. I mean, else you want to three. How many times have you been to Duncanville since you've lived in Dallas? I've probably seen six games. And probably been on their campus for either a game or practice like 10 times, at least, at least, because I've, I've been back since June 2020. So 2020, not much, but 2021, 22. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that all three Duncanville kids, the big three, at least, that were announcing all went while you were gone. Unfortunate yeah. circumstances for Billy while he was in Maine. They were trying to throw. And you went to where there were no prospects. There's you just just, you picked a state where there's no football. Well, there's got to be some defensive tackle, defensive tackles, because you could eat so much lobster, you could turn into one, uh, a lobster and a defensive tackle, I guess. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see if we ever have to scout one in Maine. But it was lovely. It was lovely. But yeah, uh, look, the guys from Duncanville wanted to throw people off the scent because I would have been out of town and instead LSU goes two for three. It was a good week for LSU, Shay. And we're here because we're going to focus a lot on uh, the 2025 class. You and Maddie B crushed it on the Decorian Moore uh, commitment. You and I already talked about Caden Durham. We'll talk about those guys from Duncanville a little bit more, but I, I do want to circle back to Decorian because I think this is after a, Terrific 2023 receiver class. What is a really just solid 2024 class? A lot of speed, a lot of projectable traits in the class that Cortez Hankton has. He went and kicked off the 2025 receiver hall with one of the best players, not only at his position, but in America. And I know it's been covered by you and Maddie B already for our listeners, but I just want to say how, how big of a land this is. Now, you've got to keep DeCorian more committed now for how, however long it is, 16 months or so, and you've got to sign them. But this is a great start for LSU to get them on board. I think it's it's sometimes easier to obviously play with the lead, and uh, having a lead is a commitment in my mind. And with DeCorian Moore, you get an explosive playmaker, one of the faster guys you're going to see around the country. I saw him all the way back at Battle Miami um, to kick off the spring, and that was in January – I think maybe February and look to Corey Moore kind of told me, he said, I haven't heard, you know, too much LSU buzz coming into my corner. Well, as the spring turned into the summer, that really changed. They got him on campus multiple times and they were able to close this thing down uh, and get him on board early after some really great visits and, and Cortez Hankton just laying it out there for him. 
What's your takeaway here? You've seen, we talked about him a lot on the board last week. We talked about a lot on the podcast. Charles Power, our on three national director of scouting and rankings, so high on, I mean, he's the number two receiver in the country on the on three industry rankings. Charles said he was unbelievable at everything they saw him seven on seven wise. He's got track stuff from running relays and individual sprints to a pretty good long jumper. He's got really good football stuff as a sophomore uh, to be on that Duncanville state title team. His favorite player is Odell. He's about Odell's size, um, you know, at least projecting, you know, 5'11". He'll end up being a guy who's a little short of 200 pounds. Your thoughts? I mean, you've seen a, you've seen a lot of kids in Texas at receiver. Is he among the best? A hundred percent. And I, I would take him right now. And and he might be able to find a little way onto the field because of that speed, because of that game-breaking ability that he has. The good thing for LSU, he's got a whole nother year to develop at Duncanville um, and continue to add weight, um, really a year and a half, I guess, before he signs. So that is good news for LSU. Um, Charles mentioned it. You saw him in every setting. He impressed. And on that Trillion Boys 7-on-17, which was pretty much, I would argue, one of the greatest collections of talent on a 7-on-7 field that I've seen. Um, I saw them play multiple times at Battle Miami. And DeCorian Moore was the 2025 receiver that was really the standout of that group. They had the majority of the players being 2024s. I would argue he was right up there, probably top three prospects on that team. KJ Boldham was on it, Jalen Mbappe, uh, or um, uh, Mbappe, uh, who LSU fans know he took a visit earlier this spring and, and year. But in terms of pure talent and production, DeCorian Moore was right there. I mean, he was their go-to guy at receiver. Um, so he, for him to dominate on that circuit and then be able to do what he does at Duncanville, which is just make a ton of big plays, Keelan Russell was in his first year as a starter at Duncanville last year. Now he's going into his second season. They already won a state championship last year. DeCorian Moore, if I'm remembering the game correctly, had the uh, clinching catch that sealed it for Duncanville to, to win the game. They were, uh, I think it was a third down or, or something like that late in the game, and they had the lead, and they ended up just going over the top uh, to DeCorian Moore, and he caught it, and they were able to kneel it out, if my memory is serving me right on that. So um, just one of the better playmakers in the country, um, a massive get for LSU. And he's one of those guys that can help you recruit other really talented prospects as well. Yeah. To put some perspective into this for LSU fans who know the current roster, uh, the on three industry rankings, his rating is in the 96s. So last cycle, for instance, guys who are about to be freshmen on this team, uh, the only guys who are rated higher would have been Deshaun Womack who obviously finished as a five-star and is someone that's being talked up a ton right now as an edge player. And then Zaylon's Hurd out of Neville, who finished as a five-star offensive tackle. The year prior to that, guys who we saw a year ago break out as freshmen, Will Campbell starts right away at left tackle. Harold Perkins takes the nation by storm uh, as a kind of an edge rusher linebacker. Those two guys were high 96, 98 ratings. So you put DeCorey Moore in that group, Billy, you see that 96.77 right there. That's the type of prospect we're talking about. We're talking about a guy who puts himself not only in the five-star conversation, but ultimately if he does stick, uh, which we're a year and a half away from finding, no matter what class he's in, he's going to be one of the one to two to three highest ranked players you've got. So this was such, such big news for LSU out of Duncanville. And I'm curious too, and we'll dig into this more and more as time goes on, but Colin Simmons committed to Texas. 
We'll see if he pops back up on LSU's campus at any point. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But Caden Durham, the running back, is in a top 10 running back. Now you've got a commitment from DeCorey and Moore. That weekend they were at LSU, Billy. They also had JV on holiday with them, who's a cornerback for next year that's got an LSU offer. There, if you're watching on YouTube, Billy's quick with it, pulls it up right there. That's Javion. Um, I would say you also look at Keelan Russell, their quarterback, who, in our opinion, and people we even talked to at LSU, thought he was one of the better quarterbacks that threw at LSU camp. So if you happen to, if you don't get a Bryce Underwood, if you don't get a George McIntyre, who do your offers go out to? And a guy like Keelan Russell is going to be right there at the kind of the start of that pecking order. And we're talking about a team that had Alex, has Alex January went to Texas, but was down to LSU and and Texas as his top two. Arguably, Billy, right now, Duncanville might be the best, most talented high school football program, not in Texas, in the country. So you're there, boots on the ground in Dallas. Um, what does what is the commitment from these? Like LSU has commitments from Duncanville's two best skill players on offense. What does that do for them for the future? For an LSU school that's never signed anybody from Duncanville, I can't ever remember them being in on a kid. Yeah, no. Uh, one of the weird things about uh, you know covering a school is for years you might not know you had access to something that would lay it all out there for you. Well, LSU did a great thing. They listed all the signing classes on one page, and I looked. I could not find another Duncanville uh, player. So this is kind of historic for LSU to get this kind of inroads going. And I'll say this too. You mentioned JV on holiday. You mentioned Keelan Russell through this summer. You know, Tyron Polly is another really talented 2025 safety who sits in the on 300 right now. He's going to pick up, I would say, probably a, a lofty ranking from other services as well. I think LSU would be smart to go ahead and push for him, push for JV on holiday, and, and see where the chips fall. And by the way, if you're potentially ready to kind of get hurt uh, down the line a little bit by another Duncanville edge. KJ Ford is coming up through the program. You see, it's very, very early there. He's got kind of a hodgepodge of offers, but you talk to a lot of people around the Duncanville program. He's got a little bit more height than Colin. I'm not going to say he's going to be as good overall production wise, but he's got a chance to be. It's a long ways off in that class of 2026. But when you start, stacking up the guys that they have on that roster and start seeing the progression of how good the players are year after year. This is really important to have Caden Durham in this class and to get him signed and, and, you know, officially on board and all those things. Same with Decoria Moore. You can start building that pipeline. It's not a school that's easy to do it. They're very protective of their kids. If you watch the commitment ceremony uh, with coach Reggie samples, running the show there at Duncanville. He said it. It's always going to be about the team at Duncanville. You know, that's why, in part, Caden Durham, Colin Simmons were ready to shut things down early and get things over with. Otherwise, they were going to lock things down for the season and then figure it out after the fact. But Duncanville always goes to basically early signing day because they're playing for state championships year after year. They got their first one last year. So for LSU... Get the, get the wheels turning. I think guys like Javion Holiday, Tyron Polly, they call him Man Man. Those are guys you can kind of circle now and see a guy like Caden Durham maybe start bringing him around. DeCorian Moore, start bringing him around. And that can really help you long-term with those type of prospects. So 
I don't necessarily believe in like package deals and things like that. If it happens in recruiting, it happens, but it's not necessarily something that you really see a lot of guys are going to make their own decisions, but these Duncanville kids, they're pretty tight. You know, uh, some people on our board have said, you know, it does kind of have a Louisiana feel. It is kind of a tight knit group down there at Duncanville, that state power. And a lot of those kids, they scratch, they claw, and, you know, they built that program into the one of the country's best. Um, and, and they got rewarded for it with the state championship last year. So it was big for them to get the ball rolling. I think that can really help them uh, long term, not only at Duncanville, but just solidifying LSU as a school that's really prioritizing the city of Dallas. Yeah, I mean, you look back at the past couple of classes, Yates and all those guys, they've been heavy in Dallas. But Tobiano, there's a number of guys. Empton, yeah. There's a number of guys that they just signed out of Dallas. So LSU went for a long time as being, if they were in Texas, it was around Houston. Um, but now they've branched out a lot more into Dallas. So it'll be interesting to see that continue to unfold. They're not bailing on Houston. They're still very heavy in Houston. But to add that Dallas aspect, especially as so many teams – Billy across South Dallas and uh, different parts of the Metroplex are kind of booming as high school football programs right now and starting to turn out more and more kids. Uh, it'll be something to watch. Yeah, the pressure's on SMU. SMU's the one who's right there tapping into all the Duncanville kids. They're taking all their players. Yeah, look, if, if they don't go to LSU, I mean, it works out for me if they end up at SMU. So, uh, Canadian Dotson Walker, great example uh, of go. that. So, um, makes it easier for me. One-stop shop. That's why I like Duncanville right now. Um, but, uh, look, LSU has been doing a great job of mining the Dallas area, top to bottom from South Dallas, all the way up to Denton Geyer, where Ryan Yates is from. Well, Shay, our Bengal Tiger subscribers have been great at mining the deals on Rogue Shop, rogueshop.com. Use the promo code Bengal Tiger for 10% off your order. The Bengal Tiger's home for legal CBD, THC, and more right there on the screen, plain as day. Shay, I tell you what, I, I brought some of the pain cream up, not because I was getting done playing hockey or anything like that. I just wanted to be just in such a relaxed state uh, in Maine. The state of Maine is a you know time of happiness and bliss um, outside of covering Colin Simmons, but that's why I brought the pain cream up there. I was able to go lights out, relax, get some good sleep, and recharge for this season. I'm, I actually had was heavy on the pain cream this past week, but opposite reasons. It's 150 degrees in Baton Rouge, and I did one day over the weekend of yard work all day, it felt like. And when I came in at the end of the day, I was, I was old man hurting. I was straight up back was hurting. My knees were hurting from doing stuff in the flower beds. Went heavy on the pain cream. I'd almost thought about texting you to be like, which, how much should I be putting on right now? But uh, Take a bath. it worked out, worked out just fine. I slept uh, like a rock. And I woke up the next day feeling pretty good. So uh, I'm, I'm on board. I've, I go back and forth all the time through my protocol of Rogue Shop stuff. I'm back on board with uh, the cream right now as my number one. Well, you know, uh, before we kind of move back into the podcast, you can always live chat with Richard and Char, the owners themselves of RogueShop.com. You go to the site. Boom, pops right up with the live chat. So you can get your answers quickly to those questions, Shay. How much pain cream is too much? Um, I'm sore all day, uh, all over from doing yard work. You know, they'll they'll have some advice for you and all of our subscribers out there that are fans of Rogue Shop. So with that, 
promo code BANGLETIGER. Get 10% off your order at RogueShop.com. And keep an eye out on the BANGLETIGER.com. Richard and Char, they drop in there with some special deals for our subscribers as well, which is another reminder to subscribe. $10 a month, just a couple beers, a couple cups of coffee. And get your free Founders Club hat as well, just in time for LSU season. So check them out, RogueShop.com. Shay, we move into what is kind of a fun portion of this podcast. Look, LSU's rolling in 2025 early on. They've got four highly sought-after commitments on board. DeCorian Moore, the five-star wideout leading the way. Four-star offensive lineman, Brett Bordelon from the state of Louisiana. Uh, they've also got Jalen Bell, who I'm going to see in just a few short days uh, in Atlanta. He's a highly touted cornerback. And they also have J.D. LaFleur. Uh, the four-star tight end uh, out of Louisiana as well in LSU Legacy. They still have a ton of recruiting to do in that class. Lots and lots of offers out. This is a class that is starting to really get a lot of buzz around it. So let's start off in state, though. LSU has two of its four commitments from the state of Louisiana in 2025. They've got a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball to choose from in the state of Louisiana. Let's lead off here. I think this is a easy pick on both in-state and out-of-state offensive choices. But let's start in-state. We both talked before the podcast. Harlan Berry, the number one running back in the country. He's our must-get in the state of Louisiana in 2025. Is there anyone else that you would you would put right up there with him? Uh, I almost – yes, Harlan Berry is the number one running back in the country. He's going to be a five-star. He's just so insanely talented. He's already a state champ in track and field in both the 100 and 200. He did that as a true freshman – not true freshman, a freshman in high school. I kind of – I'll go ahead and lump and put James Simon in there with him because Barry's the number one uh, player in the state right now. Simon's number four. That sandwiches two defensive players at two and three. So – your two running backs are currently your two highest rated offensive players in Louisiana going into junior seasons. And whether it was at the Bayou Splash or us seeing them in person at summer camp uh, when they worked out across multiple days, both James Simon and Harlan Berry have already spent a lot of time around each other. They've, at LSU, they spent a lot of time together with Frank Wilson, and he is not making this about one or the other. It's about both. It's about we need both of you. And they do complement each other's games very, very well. Like they are not the same type of running back. They're both very talented, but just different players. They have different body types. They have different skill sets. And if LSU is able to get them both, that's a blessing that Louisiana turns out two top 10 running backs that kind of are um, a nice, you know, yin and yang for you, uh, if you will. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you see. Uh, Simon right there, who I think uh, you went out and took a bunch of this video last year uh, or was yeah, this was last year. Right. So okay. we'll see him uh, as a as a junior this year at uh, Captain Shreve. And there's a number of kids uh, on that team uh, or excuse me, at Calvary Baptist, uh, which is a kind of program that's had a number of kids come out recently and gone on and played D1 football. He's up there with the best of them. So, yeah, I would lump them together. I think that if you have a wish list in Louisiana on offense, it has to begin with. I'd like to have those two running backs. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they're both, like you said, yin and yang, a little bit thunder and lightning, however you want to put it. You see James Simon, just his ability to break tackles and keep things moving. Harlan Barry, he's got that verified track speed. And I think for LSU, you're, you're kind of seeing uh, waves of, of like really high quality recruiting at certain positions when they're needed. We've seen that on the offensive line where they went out and get guys like Will Campbell's, Lance Hurd, you know, Emory Jones, guys like that to kind of piece things together and really rebuild things. Well, I think James Simon and, and Harlem Barry in 2025, they would kind of be the icing on that cake of getting a Caden Durham and a Caleb Jackson in, in back-to-back classes. They've of course signed Trey Holly as well in 2023, but I think once you get those two, you're kind of, again, solidified. DeCorian Moore, he's kickstarting the 2025 class at receiver. You're seeing them really check a lot of boxes when it comes to solidifying positions as it's almost needed. And, you know, you want to see just a little bit more consistency overall, but that's what kind of the 2025 class has a chance to be. And as you flip over the defensive side of the ball in the state of Louisiana, you look for another cherry on top, Jabari Antoine, could very well be that the state's number two prospect. He's right in five star range uh, as well, and I'll see him this fall um, as well uh, in in a big matchup um, up north um, in, in the state too. And he's, I think, one of the guys I'm most excited to see. You know, I, I think Westgate and 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 what they've done at some of the skill and 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 cornerback and and secondary positions has really been impressive lately. And they've got another really good one coming uh, in our top 25 prospect, Jabari Antoine, uh, and LSU sits there leading the on three recruiting prediction machine. Yeah, I'll go with Keelan Moses here uh, for a number of reasons. I think that one, they'll need to consistently recruit linebacker. And I think that Moses is someone who you get him in the class and you can build around it. He is a top 15 linebacker in the country. He's always kind of hovered around that top 150 overall prospect in the country good size, great kid. And for a number of reasons, I think this pickup's important. One, he's a very talented football player. Two, he's a guy who's a great locker room guy that I think a lot of kids in this class are friends with. They look up to him. He kind of has a lot of guys gravitate towards him. He's got a big personality. You get a guy like that in the boat and he's going to start reeling in other guys, whether that's national, but more importantly here in Louisiana, because I've talked to Keelan plenty. He's close with all these guys. And he has said it before. Hey, LSU's message to me is they want me to be the cornerstone piece that when I get on board, everybody else starts to follow and say, okay, I can shut my process down too. I do want to be at LSU. I'll shut it down. So not only do you get to kind of wash the taste out of your mouth from, from Dylan Moses leaving, you know, a number of years ago, his older brother going to Alabama out of Baton Rouge. But now you get if you got Keelan on board, I think that would be really big and not just for the football player he is, but what that could do for locking up Louisiana. So he's the number three player in the state. These aren't wild choices. We offered you up the four best players right now in the rankings, but that's kind of how things stand after their sophomore years. Like it wasn't until after, let's say right now, six months from now, we could be hearing about a guy like Dominic McKinley who's playing Maybe his first like significant action in Louisiana as a junior, he blows up, and all of a sudden there's another five-star out there to watch. But for now, these are the four guys we're kind of really keeping an eye on. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so 
lot of talent in the state of 20 or in the state of Louisiana in 2025. We can go on uh, really about that group. And again, like you said, we're not even to their junior seasons yet. So going to be uh, exciting to see the state continue to kind of put all that together, um, you know, over the, the next couple of years and especially in, in their junior season, see more guys emerge when it comes to out of state in 2025, we know where this is going. And if you've listened to the podcast, this might as well be the Bryce Underwood ad read um, because it seems like we we talk about him just about every podcast um, because he is so important. And and I'd argue, of course, you know, George McIntyre, very, very talented quarterback, number two quarterback in the country for class of 2025. But you look at where LSU's position themselves when it comes to Bryce Underwood and in terms of a must get out of state on offense in 2025. It's really hard to go against Bryce Underwood. Um, I could go and thumb back through it just to see rankings wise. He's nearly touching a 99 ranking. He's number one quarterback, number one overall player, number one player in Michigan, obviously. You name it, he's got the number one tab next to him. He's about to be a junior and he's already 6'3. He's over 210 pounds. We've seen him in person. This is about as good of a prospect as it gets. And like I said, I could go back and look through all the years of kind of where everybody was ranked each cycle. But there are a lot of the national evaluators, certainly folks on the on three side have said, this is one of the best quarterbacks who's come out across the past decade. Um, and that puts him right into that conversation with whether it was Arch Manning and a couple of years ago and, and Nico Iamaliva who went to Tennessee or, or a number of guys kind of maybe five or six years uh, before that who were ranked pretty highly in that 99 range. But it's, it's the talent, yes, Billy, Number one, if you got him, your quarterback position is taken to another level. But there's also so many kids, DeCorian Moore being one of them, a wide receiver that are attracted to these kinds. Like if you got a Bryce Underwood, the dominoes would start falling from around the country because we see it all the time. When these big, big, big name kids at quarterback go and play for a school, the wide receiver dominoes start dropping. And you can pitch to a guy like Bryce Underwood, hey, the number two receiver in the country, DeCorian Moore, is already committed. Hey, the number one running back uh, in the country, Harlan Berry, is right down the block. He's a heavy LSU lean. In fact, you'd have two top 10 running backs coming in with you because you've worked with Harlan Berry and James Simon at LSU's camp. They had a ton of receivers at the Bayou Splash 2 when Underwood was there. I just feel like if there was any way LSU beats out Michigan and gets them, um, and there is a way, I just don't want to get everyone's hopes up here, but if they were to pull it off, the dominoes, Billy, I feel would just start dropping. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And and I, I think it's hard because people are going to you know think we all we talk about is Bryce Underwood in 2025. But he is so important. I mean, I kind of relate him a little bit to like a Justin Fields. I mean, I think Justin was a little bit bigger, but I also didn't see Justin until right before or I guess during his senior season when he officialed to LSU. But Bryce Underwood is going to be that size um, when it's all really when he's a senior, he's going to add more weight. And he just has this 
just incredible resume already. And and I think he, you kind of look at Justin Fields uh, as a guy that, you know, I kind of sense a little bit of similarities just in terms of, you know, the, the ability and all of that. Um, just from watching him, I saw him at Battle Miami too. Um, I saw Justin Fields at the opening um, all those years ago as well. So um, I think Bryce Underwood is, is incredible. I would say this too, if you don't want to just, sit there and, and, you know, point to Bryce, Bryce Underwood out of state, I would say I'd love to see LSU pick up and land Lamont Rogers, uh, who's a guy who can protect Bryce Underwood's bat, uh, blindside for, for many years to come. You know, you've got Brett Bordelon, Lamont Rogers is a guy at a Mesquite Horn in, in the Dallas area where LSU is, you know, a lot of the buzz around town is that he might not be far off from an early pledge. He's a quiet kid. Uh, he's been to campus uh, once or twice, but, you know, really wants to uh, get back and and we'll see him come down for a game and and that might solidify things. So I was just going to name one other guy out of state on offense because yeah. you could go to receiver, but they've got tight end checked off. Uh, if they want to take one, they've, they've we know the running backs are in state. It's it's pretty straightforward in 2025, at least well, on and I would say if I were to pick a receiver right now I w- and everyone's uncommitted, I would have picked a Corian Moore because exactly. there's three receiver, the top three receivers in the country, all offered by LSU, Ryan Williams, Moore, and Jamie French. Jamie French and Ryan Williams are already committed to Bama. There was only one guy left that's uncommitted in the top three. It was Moore. Uh, so that makes him like, okay, can you go out and get him? And they did uh, and were able to, to push through. The two Duncanville Rising seniors announcing, they split it with Texas and they still get more who has a ton of family in the Austin area. Everyone on the Austin UT side kind of felt like he was a lean to Texas, a heavy lean to Texas. Um, obviously, again, signing days away is away, but LSU feels good about what they pitched him on, what they sold him on, and, and him at least sticking for the time being. And I'll say this, win games, and these kids will stick on, you know, they'll stay. And they won't have as much of a reason to look around at all or, you know, any doubt about things. I'll also toss out George McIntyre, who's the number two quarterback. Get one, If you can get one of the two quarterbacks who are ranked one or two, that's like a program changer for you. And McIntyre's got offers, too, from the who's who of everybody. And a lot of people feel if he doesn't end up at Bama or Tennessee, he's going to go to LSU. Or uh, if he doesn't end up at a school like LSU, it would be Bama or it would be Tennessee. So you're either got him or you're playing against him uh, every year uh, with a guy like George McIntyre. Also with Underwood, if he doesn't go to Michigan, the feeling is he would probably go to LSU if he ends up in the SEC. So those are the two that I'm watching. And just because Joe Sloan has put up in so much time, more than a year now, on guys who are about to be juniors in high school, if they could come away with one of those two, it it's a home run for me. It's a grand slam, whatever you want. I mean, it's a walk-off winner. I mean, that's just – he quarterbacks like that take you to the next level. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, on defense, uh, LSU still has to obviously recruit a little defensively despite uh, stacking up all sorts of uh, – You can just offensive. score a lot of points, and then you don't have to play any defense. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I think everybody always wants to talk about the defensive line, and there's one guy, you know, and as Jimmy Lindsey, we're going to go under the assumption that he's going he's gonna to come back. He's going to be healthy, and, and, and you know, we're going to think positively, and we'll cross the other, you know, bridge if there's a change that happens down the line. But – that puts LSU right in the thick of it for one of the top defensive linemen in the country and a guy that Jimmy Lindsay is really familiar with. And, you know, if you can 
you miss out on Colin Simmons in 2024, so edge rusher becomes a bigger need maybe in 2025, but you do have a guy in Amari Adams out of South Carolina, the state's top-ranked player that LSU has really made some strong inroads with. So in terms of maybe must land on defense out of state, I think Amari Adams is one I've got to circle. You've got to find a way to get a really talented, true defensive tackle uh, in here for next season or for 2025. No, I'm with you a million percent. And whether that's starting at the top, like there's Elijah Griffin, obviously, who is the number two overall player in the country, a five-star, but number one defensive lineman. Jimmy Lindsay knew him from his time at South Carolina. You mentioned the connections to Amari Adams, who's been high on LSU. And you kind of just browse down the D-line list. And, Billy, there's Andrew Maddox in Hattiesburg. Shout out to Hattiesburg. Uh, but a top 10 defensive lineman. Um, there's a number of guys in Texas. Um, Kevin Otis, uh, again, another Hattiesburg guy, this time at Hattiesburg High, my alma mater, uh, but who's a top 20 defensive lineman, top 150 overall prospect. So you know there's guys in Texas. We'll see who pops up in Louisiana. A number of guys are already popping up in Mississippi. How can you get into some of these border states and pop a big defensive lineman or two next year it, from the high school level to where you're not worried about just going into the portal every year and getting three or four guys to give you depth? Like, how can you bring the guys in and develop them much like you did a Mason Smith? Um, and I think that's kind of the next step for me. Uh, and as you noted, everybody wants to talk D-line, not so much edge, but D-line. Who are your big guys in the trenches that you're bringing in year over year. And, and that certainly goes a long way in the SEC. Um, we don't know. Dominic McKinley is kind of the guy we're watching this cycle of rising seniors. But as I turn the page to next year, I do I begin with guys like you just mentioned, Amari Adams, and then a lot of these kids that are emerging and will emerge in Texas and Mississippi. Yep. Keep it regional for the most part. Uh, they've got some good offers out there. They've extended a couple new ones lately. So we'll see who they start to build to momentum with this fall in the class of 2025, wherever they're from, wherever you're from, you need to get with our friends at bird dogs, birddogs.com slash tigers, or use the promo code tigers at checkout and get your free bird dogs hat that Shay is wearing right now, styling it for you guys. But bird dogs, what they bring to the table for the most part. And look, I was just up in Maine. It was about 75 degrees. I had the joggers, but they're a little tough to show on video. So these are the shorts, which were also really nice to wear. They've got the zippers on the side here where you can tuck your keys. They've got the mesh liner in inside. So they breathe. I mean, Shay, on the flip side, it's hot as all get out where we both live. This whole sweat wicking and moisture kind of keeping it off you fabric that Bird Dogs has. It's the way to go. Oh, it's unbelievable. So I I had not owned any Bird Dogs gear before we started um, kind of linking up with them as, as a sponsor. And we got some in. And immediately when we read, read that first kind of ad read for Bird Dogs, people jumped on the board and were like, they're the, my, the favorite shorts I've got. They're my the best shorts I've got. They're the best shirts I've got, whatever it might be. I told you the story about my Rogue Shop pain cream saving me after I did yard work all day. I wore the bird dog shorts and I actually just ordered a shirt. I was just wearing a regular t-shirt when it wasn't 15 minutes out there. I was already soaked my shirt, obviously. But after that day, I could wring my shirt out and just all the water is going to pour out of it. 
my bird dog shorts were with the liner were just still completely dry. It was as if I had never sweated. It was unbelievable. So that's my testimonial for the day. If you're outside in this weather, these shorts, no joke, are a game changer. Like I'm in love with these shorts right now. And I have two pairs. So fortunately, I don't have to wear a dirty pair every single day. I just rotate them. Well, there you go. I'll have a story next week because I got to cut the yard this week since we were gone last week. So birddogs.com slash tigers. It'll get the hat will get auto added to your cart right away or go to the site and use the promo code tigers to get your free bird dogs hat with any order that you uh, purchase. So check them out. Birddogs.com slash tigers. Shay, we cap this episode with a fun exercise here. What does LSU need to do to land the number one class in the entire country in 2025? Go get one of those two quarterbacks we're talking about. Hold on that, to Corey and Moore. That is a start. That's a start right there. I, I think you've got to get Bryce Underwood. I mean, I think that that helps you. We saw, you know, whenever you can get a high, high-level quarterback, it really helps you in the rankings. You know, no matter what site you use, having the number one quarterback or number two quarterback, they're usually five stars. That gives you kind of that extra leg up on your class in terms of the ranking. I would say you look at the running back position we talked about, it, Harlan Berry, James Simon, that's a great haul. That should be good enough to check your running back box. You've got to Corey and Moore. I think if you can get a guy like Teron Francis out of New Orleans, get, you know, I don't know if they're going to push for a Russell Babineau. He's kind of one of those gadget types. They're also in really good position for guys like Ja'Cory Watson, Nashawn Montgomery, Andrew Marsh at the wide receiver spot. They've got at least one tight end they can certainly count on in J.D. Lafleur. You've got Brett Bordelon, four-star offensive lineman. I mentioned Lamont Rogers on the offensive line. They can keep stacking talent there the way Brad Davis is going. And then the defensive line is kind of your X factor. And then I feel like in the secondary, you've got a chance to clean up once again, um, you know, with some of those guys we talked about earlier too. Yeah. I went back and tried to uh, see what the common theme of finishing number one was. And I thought, and it, and it differs, you know, like teams who have finished number one, Ohio state one year had like nine, five stars or something like that. And like, you know, Bama last year has had, a nine before, and then they'll have seven or George will have seven. The easier way for me, I found to look at it was the average for the number two class across like the past five, six, seven years was the number two class usually had about four or five stars. So if you're going over four or five stars at LSU, you're probably, you have a good chance at number one, because what LSU is also going to do is lock up Louisiana more often than not. I don't mean every player. I mean, you're getting, more than 80% of the guys that you're after. And if you do that, for instance, right now, Billy, our on three top 300 for next year, these guys haven't even played their junior season yet. We've already got double digit recruits in it from Louisiana. That number goes up and up. You sign 80, 90% of them. That's 13, 14 guys who are ranked in the top 300, including one five-star right now in Harlem Berry. Let's say Louisiana has two five-stars. Well, they have another five-star commitment already in Decorian and Moore. If you get a quarterback, you'd be at four. Do you, can you get any more? Can you get a five-star offensive lineman? Can you get another five-star receiver? Can you get a five-star on defense somewhere along the line? And if they do, they will absolutely be in competition for the number one class. And 
it's one of those things where people say like, oh, well, everyone has four commits. Isn't everybody in competition for the number one class? No, not at all. There's only like two or three teams that ever finish number one. And it's Georgia, it's Bama, and you can toss in if any teams ever bump them off. But it's because they recruit at such a high clip and they are able to pop four or more five stars a cycle. If LSU can get into that range, which we just described, <clears throat> there's a path for it. Well, let's say Louisiana cuts that number in half. Now you just need two. You've got one in DeCorey and more. Can you get one more that puts you at four? As you noted, if you got an Underwood and, or a McIntyre, dominoes will start falling. You will get other receivers because of that. You will get a big national offensive tackle because of that, whatever it might be. So that's my recipe. How do they get there? Lock up Louisiana. You don't have to have them all. Just get more than 85% or so. Don't, you know, if you miss on one or two guys, okay, but get the rest. And then find a way to go out of state to get three or four or five stars. And they've got one. Can they keep going? This is probably their best chance, Billy. And hell, since as long as you and I have been doing this together, which dates back multiple websites, uh, this is the best shot they'll have to get number one, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and this is why you've got to capitalize because it's kind of one of those things. LSU, for example, this season, they've got a real chance to win the West. The door is certainly open. They did it last year. They've got a chance to do it again. They've got their quarterback back. They've got some key pieces. Things got to come together, but you've got to capitalize on opportunities to create momentum. And the 2025 class is one of those, without a doubt, in my mind. And they've got to clean up in Louisiana, like you said. They have to take their recruiting along, I mean, honestly, the defensive line at this point to that next level to really stack up this class too. Because if there's one thing we can probably count on if you go back and look, it's that Bama and Georgia, they're going to sign a five-star on the defensive line. So if you're kind of trying to go punch for punch with those two programs for the number one class, you probably got to find one along the line. Um, on the defensive side to to really kind of punch back um, as you kind of make that bid for the number one class. But I'm with you, Bryce Underwood, Corey and Moore, um, the Harlem Berry and Jabbery Antoine. Those would be, as it stands right now, four or five stars. You've got some others that we talked about that are right up there in five in five star conversation. So, you know, they're going to have a real chance to do it. They've got to protect Louisiana and they've got to go out and maybe go outside of what they've been able to do in the past, which is, you know, land a national five-star along a defensive line. Certainly a Bryce Underwood at quarterback would help. The, the recipe's there. They've got to capitalize on it because they have so much momentum right now too. Yeah, you talk about capitalizing. I'll close out uh, before we wrap up the pod with this thought too. The 2025 class is really important for LSU for two reasons. One, as those guys, so 2025 kids are about to be juniors. So their senior seasons, when they're playing it, when they're leading up to signing day, that's year one of Texas and OU being in the SEC. And at that point, you've got an expanded playoff. You've got all these different things that we've talked about, we've seen happen, we've seen the moves made, we've seen conference realignment. That all comes to a head next year. And these kids will be seniors in high school. So with all the buzz about the changing in college football, you want to be one of the teams that everybody's talking about. And what goes hand in hand with that is it's year three of the Brian Kelly era by then. Year one, you've exceeded expectations far and away. You won the West. 
year two, me and Maddie B have talked about this a lot on the team podcast. Expectations are do better than you did a year ago, or at least the same. So 10 wins, maybe the floor is a new year six bowl. Year three is competing for a national championship. It's an expanded playoff. It's finding a way to get yourself through the season and into late November in contention to either win the SEC or land in the playoffs. And as I noted, that stretch of time is the same time when 2025 guys are, you know, sitting down with their parents to talk about where they're signing in December. If LSU is doing all those things, if they have improved year over year, if they are now showing to everyone, look, Brian Kelly in his third year has them competing for national championship by landing in the playoffs. And they are in the top three of the recruiting rankings. Then you've legitimized yourself as a program under Brian Kelly. And you now have a lot more people buying into what you're doing. So I just feel like with all those different factors for me make the 2025 class at LSU really, really important. And I'll I'll finish off with this closing thought. We've seen LSU check a few more boxes, I think, behind the scenes and on NIL, and especially even outside of the state of Louisiana when it comes to recruiting in the 2024 class. I think, and I've said this on the board for a couple of years now, since Scott Woodward took over, it was always something that he had to kind of get the wheels turning. And this coaching staff had to get the wheels turning on. They can't talk about it with prospects or whatever, but just getting support, drumming up all those things, it's at least starting to get going a little bit. And with the 2025 class, you would think by then, that's when it's really humming at an elite level too. So we'll see what NIL looks like then. But you know, to have a number one class, you probably have to be pretty darn strong at NIL too. So um, going to be really interesting to follow, but the groundwork's there for LSU to have that number one class. So it's going to be a fun one to follow. Um, it's been an entertaining summer, Shay. I'm ready for football to start. I get to see high school football kicking it off in Louisiana on Thursday. We'll have a podcast on Thursday, get you back into a little bit more 2024 and things like that. Lots of content to come to the YouTube channel. So do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications, like this video, do whatever. We appreciate all the support on the YouTube channel. It's exploding um, and the season hasn't even started. This is Shay. We're about to enter year two together on On, on, on 3 with you and Maddie B. It's, uh, it's going to be a blast this season. Yeah, we're excited. Shout out to everyone who's been a member of the site or listens to the podcast. However you support us, we uh, we definitely appreciate it as we uh, we come up on beginning of year number two on the Bengal Tiger, for us at least, uh, year number two. Yep. So appreciate you guys listening. Thanks, as always, for the support. We'll catch you next time with another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.